going. Cool. Welcome, guys. We are here with Matt Teo, um, one a uh, great reseller. He's doing uh, mostly shoes, and obviously, talk about his reselling journey. Also, here with Sid as well. So, Matt Teo, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do right now? Give us your background. Well, uh, my name is Matteo. I live in uh, City of Orange, uh, right by Disneyland. Um, I started reselling at uh, 2014. I the way I started was I. I built something for my daughter at that time. And that was the first item I sold on eBay. And, what was that item? Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was something to help her, uh, uh, skate. Okay. Basically a stand, like a, uh, like a stand to help her skate. Cool. And I built an extra one and I sold it the next day on eBay. And I found out that it, it was a loss because I didn't realize how much it was to ship to New York. And it, I, I believe I barely broke even. And and I actually, after doing that, I realized that I was shipping incorrectly. And now I'm thinking about remaking it again and actually reselling it again. And that's, that's how I cool. started. That's awesome. and, um, yeah, and the way it started was I basically wanted a little bit more freedom of time. And I wanted to quit my nine to five job. And now I did quit my nine to job and I am doing this full time. Nice. Let's kind of jump into that uh, shipping incorrectly. So that should be some good information for our listeners as well. So how are you shipping? Uh, how, how do you ship incorrectly beforehand? And then what do you change? What would you do now to ship that correctly? Well, uh, now I'm shipping completely through pirate ship. Okay. I am only shipping uh, through a uh, bubble wrap uh, poly mailer, uh, number seven. And it's always the same size and it's always um, approximately the same weight and it's shipping through uh, cubic size. Um, so I'm not getting all this random shipping. Sometimes it's $20, sometimes it's $7. It's always around nine to $8. And I only sell 90% of my items on eBay is shoes. So okay. it's almost all the same size, uh, the same price. Awesome. So like, uh, how are you getting those shoes right now? Um, what's your kind of your, like your secret sauce to kind of scaling your business and uh, getting a good supply of shoes? Well, I, I live near the, uh, Goodwill outlet. Mm -hmm. So I, I purchase it, uh, by the pallet, by the Gaylord pallet. So I'll buy, I'll buy a Gaylord pallet for, uh, a hundred dollars to one fifty, And there's about, I would say 600 pairs of shoes in there. And I would sort it out uh, to ones that are no good, the ones that are going to be redonated. And I would only, I would say only less than 10% is worth listing. And, and so that's basically how I'm getting my shoes. So you can so, shoot in. I was just going to ask a, the same question as you. It sounds like you, you're buying this whole pallet and then only less than 10% of those are worth selling? Yes. Gotcha. And that's or no, still worth, worth well, worth listing. Worth, worth listing. listing. Okay. And, but that still gives you enough where you're like still willing to buy pallets. Uh, and, uh, majority of the stuff, I would have a yard sale and, uh, the rest that I am not willing to list. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I take it to the Swami and I sell it to a person there. Got it. Okay. Okay. That's super interesting. So, cause you know, what we've seen this before with other, other people we've spoken with is that, Typically, they don't buy pallets because they have like, you know, hey, I can only send 10% of it online. 
Um, and so they end up never buying it. It sounds like you figured out a way where like you slice and dice the shoes into different segments and you say 10% online, 10% here, 10% or whatever percentage here, right? And then you're able to at least start making money on those shoes, which most people would usually just ignore the pellets. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to that, but I am, I am planning to change my, uh, the way I'm sourcing items. I am mm -hmm. uh, the following, uh, because of Thai, I did started uh, doing Amazon now. Okay, and, nice. uh, So that's another new stream of income. And, but I do still really, really like uh, doing pre-owned shoes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And, and as far as your question, um, yeah, honestly, the major, uh, majority of the shoes are no good. And um, they're either being um, tossed away or re-donated, or I'm just giving them away. Gotcha. So I guess one question, like, I guess for our viewers, would you say like, hey, go try it, go buy them? Or would you say don't buy them? What's your, kind of your end thing on here? It sounds like you're kind of in the middle on this one, particularly. I I would still buy it. But personally, buy it. Okay. I, I, I feel that's really a good start because you're getting um, 600 pairs. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would say maybe 100 to 60 of that um, mm -hmm. in the range of... Um, a hundred to uh, fifty dollar range is what I'm selling them for, or what I'm getting them for. So it does make sense, though. Got it. Okay. Yeah, there's still cool. a lot of margin there, even though that's ninety percent still bad. You can still make yeah six bucks. Six bucks units is pretty still pretty good on shoes. What's your average shoe cost? Um, your your ASP for those shoes on average? My average ASP is forty two dollars. Dang, not a bad ASP for sure. So you're buying at six on your forty two on average. Not bad at all. Very cool. Very cool. And then you talked about kind of um, you, you started reselling because you wanted your, your time back. So is that kind of why you stick with reselling so far? Um, and what like would you is that the reason why you would say other people should resell? It, it is. Uh, it, especially from a year from now, since uh, this pandemic started, uh, my, my daughter started doing home uh, schooling and I'm able to hang out with her the whole day and uh, make sure she's getting her homework done and I'm still being able con to contribute and make an income. Mm -hmm. And so it does really make sense to me. And, um, you know, and I can still, you know, we, we practice basketball, uh, do, uh, during her recess. So it's, it's, it's really what I dream, what my life should be. Very cool. Very cool. Now, yeah. I, I was sort of the same way, right? Like it's either get a full-time job or start reselling and I had to go the reselling route. It's kind of the same way because you're your own, your own boss and you kind of do what you want when you want. And there's no limit too. So what are you trying to like, how you said you talked about before this as well, that you are getting into Amazon. Can you talk about that? What are you trying to do with Amazon? Why Amazon in general? Uh, I'm, I'm just getting my feet wet with Amazon right now. I'm just doing books on Amazon. I am starting to um, uh, do a little bit of retail arbitrage. Um, I'm getting a, a box ready to be shipped into them. Nice. I'm literally just, uh, I would say literally, I would say less than a month is the first time I send an item in. Cool. And then what made you do that kind of that shift? I know you're still doing those shoes and you're still active on eBay and the secondary, other secondary platforms, but what made you do that shift to Amazon? It, it's once I find the item, it's going to be sent to Amazon and that's really a done deal after that. Mm. And that's uh, more freedom for me. Yeah. 
you're talking about like the more freedom. Is it just because you don't have to do the fulfillment side of it? And it's kind of just like a, a slap label on and they do the rest, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so I, ideally, I w- would like to get uh, more items in there. Uh, but I really still enjoy the whole process of um, reselling through eBay and other platforms and Makari and um, Poshmark. I really do enjoy all the process and um, trying to figure out what's the best way and most efficient way to do it. Um, can I talk about that? So um, you're on what platforms are you on right now and why are you on those platforms? I, I am on eBay, uh, Makari, uh, Poshmark, uh, Amazon, and I do want to start a Shopify store, but I haven't yet. That that's in the to-do list next year. And then, um, so are you on like what's your sales in terms of your eBay store compared to your Poshmark and Macari store? Because I know a lot of other shoe resellers, that's what they do as well. They're on those three platforms. On um, as I would say, sixty percent of my sale is on Poshmark. Sixty percent uh, Poshmark. Interesting. Wow. Okay. And um, I would say 30% on eBay and the rest is on uh, Mercari. It's about 10% on Mercari, give or take. Yes. And, then, and, um, and I, did start on, I, I did start on eBay only. And uh, beginning of last year, that's really when I, want, I started the new platform, which is Poshmark. And I started concentrating on Poshmark. And once I started doing that, eBay sales did started falling behind a little bit. And um, that was, um, I wouldn't say in purpose, but I knew that was going to happen. The reason why I wanted that to happen is I really don't like the, uh, um, the, the way customers are able to return items after 30 days in Poshmark. Once they accept it, it's done. It's a done deal. And then also in Poshmark, I don't have to pay for shipping. But I do have a 20% fee. So that's the reason why I'm concentrating more on Poshmark. Yeah. So it's a lot of people even talk about that. Usually like the biggest thing about eBay that people don't like is it's very buyer focused. Um, Poshmark and Macari are very seller focused, right? We've been seeing that consistently. Um, it's very, very helpful for our, at least other people as well. Like that's the reason why that a lot of people are shifting over to Poshmark and Macari. Like what are some tips you would give to people to start selling on Poshmark? Because we have a lot of people that do just started cross-listing with us. Um, and their sales aren't up to scratch, up to that 60% on Poshmark. What are you doing on Poshmark to really make your sales dramatic? different on on Poshmark uh, in general I make my uh, my price 10% higher and um, and so it gives me a little bit of wiggle room for um, to send offers and every single day I share my closet first thing in the morning uh, through a uh, through a VA and once that's done the once I see that my entire closet has been shared, um, I, I, I go to the oldest item of, um, of what I have listed and I relist all those items. So at least a hundred of my items get relisted uh, daily. So it, it uh, on the search menu or whatever, the share menu, it puts it back above uh, in the search. And right after I do that, I, uh, uh, whoever liked my closet, I sent a offer to every single one, every single person. 
Awesome. And then how are you doing that right now? You said you talked about, is, are those offers that store slash closet um, uh, re, uh, re-list, is that all done by you manually or do you have somebody else doing that kind of stuff? I, I have somebody that does that. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. And then what's kind of like your, other than uh, Amazon, what do you think like is that long-term future that you're trying to shoot for in terms of reselling in general? Well, um, the only thing that I haven't figured out yet is um, when I, like I said, I do like leaving for vacation or taking trips. <laughs> One thing I haven't figured out or found a person that can help me is my, my shipping. Because once I'm out, if I need to ship an item, I can't because uh, I, I do have a storage and I haven't found anyone that I'm willing to have um, uh, freedom to come in and out of that storage. Mm. And that's one thing I haven't figured out yet. So when I take off, I either put my shipping date into 10 days or I, uh, I put my store in vacation. So e- eventually that's something I'm, I'm going to have to uh, release to somebody if, if I do really want this freedom of time. Yeah, you can, let's kind of talk about that too. Shoots in. Yeah, I, I was going to jump in on that too. Like, I, was, I just want to talk about that because, like, Mateo, since like you know, um, we, we've st- we've been working with you from as like from a hammock perspective for a while now. I think almost since like uh, May, and I've seen you definitely go on vacation since then. How do you kind of handle like? So I, I guess there's two questions we want to talk about. One is like, how do you set yourself up for vacation? How do you kind of like, uh, you know, uh, like give yourself the freedom to do all this stuff? That's one question. And the second is like this operational side we'll jump into is, you know, how do you think about like setting this up for yourself or you can just get somebody to do shipping? So but let's talk about that side. Like, how do you give yourself the freedom? Because a lot of people I see, they end up basically saying like, well, I'm, if I go on vacation, I'm going to lose my income. How do I like continue to sustain that? How do you manage that for yourself? Well, uh, uh, I, I, I do have a, t- uh, a photographer and okay. so he shoots all my, he shoots all the items and once it's shot, it gets um, uploaded directly to a Dropbox. And what I do is if I am in vacation, it's all ready for me to view. And once it's all ready for me to view, once it's, it's um, acceptable uh, to me, I then send it uh, to Hammock and you guys do my listing. So even if I'm in the road, I am able to do that remotely um, uh, because it's, it is all online. The, that's one way I'm doing it. And if I am going to, let's, uh, let's say just last week, I went, uh, took a week off. I put my eBay store into uh, uh, 10 day uh, shipping and handling. So when I got back, I still had that three day of, uh, uh, of shipping my items. And so I am still earning income while I'm, I'm out of town. Gotcha. That's super cool, man. That's, that's nice. I like that. And so just so I'm going to repeat it back, just to make sure I got it. Uh, you basically like your photographer sends you stuff uh, like the, he, he takes the photos. He sends you stuff. You do a quick review. Then you send it over to hammock. Uh, and that way you can continue listing even while you're on vacation, especially when you go on longer vacations. Right. Exactly. But uh, okay. I, I do run out of uh, pictures eventually if I'm gone too long. Uh, okay. He does about, yeah. He, he does about, uh, he shoots twice a week for me and he does about a hundred a day. So 200 a week. So gotcha. eventually, how'd you, one, one question on that, like, how'd you find the photographer? Right. I mean, like this is one of the hardest things for people to do is find a person that's they're dependable. Uh, they can depend on. That's one question. The second is 
how do you pay them in, in terms of I like do you pay hourly or do you pay per item? I I pay them a dollar an item and it's uh it, it's somebody that I knew that um it's actually somebody I play basketball with and uh they lost their job and they said they wanted to do something um uh to bring in a little bit of money and they live nearby and I just showed them what I do and it took them probably two days to figure out exactly I, I printed out exactly the way I wanted things shot I have a light box and they figured it out the, the after the second day I do pay a dollar an item uh, not mm -hmm. per shot an item and they can show as much as they gotcha cool and so so you found this person through a known and then did, was there like a process of like training or any of this that you had to do or like to show him what's the right way you want the photos taken like you know the way you like photos being taken um was uh, there any sort of setup like that or was that pretty straightforward with them because you knew him uh well i i have a light box and i printed out exactly the way i wanted each item shot i mm -hmm. did the um i did the first five items he sat behind me and mm -hmm. um right right after that i um i let him do it himself and i sat right behind him and after the uh after 20 items i just let him go and and uh once it's all in dropbox i do recheck everything that he did gotcha cool so basically it sounds like uh you found somebody that you knew trusted <clears throat> gave him a per per a product model and which is nice because then they could go as fast or slow as they want. Um, and then the third thing is you can make sure like you gave them all the, you know, gave them a light box, gave them all exactly how you wanted the images to be done. And he, you know, he started doing them. Um, so it turns out, like, I guess it turns out really well for you and for him as well. Um, uh, you know, it's a very good like mutual relationship then. It does. It's, it's working out really, really well right now. Gotcha. Nice. And this is actually super helpful because like we, we have a bunch of viewers that are always thinking about how do I do like, you know, how do I like outsource more of the work I do? Um, and this is one of the things that they're looking to do. And then um, the second piece, I think, um, is more around like shipping. So, uh, Ty, I think yeah, before we move to that thing, did you have any other questions on this? Uh, no, just the shipping thing. Um, but also, uh, how many items? Uh, you said he's doing about 100 a day. How long does that normally take? I'm like, in terms of hour base, like what's like the hour hourly rate if you would divide that based on hours? Uh, well, he, here's our deal. He comes in about 9 o'clock. Mm -hmm. He... He starts, I have a bin ready for him. He starts shooting. Mm -hmm. And uh, around noontime, we, him and I, him and I and my daughter will have lunch together. Mm -hmm. And then he'll go back and shoot some more. Uh, around two or three o'clock, he'll, he'll be done. And okay. then him and I will go out and go shoot some basketballs after. Nice. nice. And so roughly and about so it's, I, I can't really give you an hour rate because I can't say that he's working the whole time because him and I is also uh, chatting, up. chatting and, mm -hmm. and, and, and telling how our day is or whatever, or our weekend is and all that. Yeah. So kind of giving rough estimates from nine to two, plus a little bit of lunch in the middle about, he's doing about uh, 20 to 30 an hour, give or take, which is pretty dang good. Just taking photos. Right. Um, we, we've kind of seen the similar for other people as well. It hits that 20 to 30 hour. Um, sometimes even people do a little bit more, um, if they're, if they're fully focused, but other than that, very, very interesting. And then, yeah, let's talk about that shipping side. Um, so kind of why, uh, what's like the, the process, what's the thought process behind like, um, 
you don't want anybody else doing the shipping? Is it just because you the, the trust isn't there um, to go into the storage unit or uh, the, going somewhere that's dependable each day to go into the storage unit? Kind of give us the background about that because, again, a lot of other people have the same um, uh, thought process and issue as well. I, I, I did give it a try uh, with one person and they just couldn't figure out the, they were experienced in eBay, but they were only experienced on printing through eBay. Mm. And um, uh, they couldn't figure out how uh, pirate ship worked. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really the only thing. And and I think once he gave up, I, I haven't searched for another person because the uh, longer handling time was working for me. Um, I, I do have a person in mind that I would like to help me with shipping. Um, uh, eventually, that, that is the main goal um, because the shipping does take about an hour of my day um, of, of shipping. And if I can get help with that con consistently every day, um, I, it would be really awesome. It would be really awesome. And so I, I'm able to take off if I need to. Everything will be free flowing. You ever think you want to um, outsource the the sourcing as well, people going through those um, those pallets, would you kind of want to have somebody do that as well? Or do you want to keep that, um, You do you still want to do that to keep a little bit more control of the product going in? I I think ideally, uh, I would like to go more new items um, mm -hmm. because it will um, put the sell through rate a lot higher. Um, but I'm still looking for new sources to do that. That's going to make sense for me. And that's going to take out the, um, the sorting of the pre-owned items. Okay, so trying to get out of the pre-owned game. Okay. Very cool. Sweet. Um, Sydney, any questions on your end? No, this is super interesting, man. So, I mean, I, I guess, uh, I think overall, Mateo, like uh, you've been with Hemex since like what, I think May, um, and so you've been using us to automate your uh, like listing side of the process. You obviously have your photography side of the uh, uh, process automated as well. It sounds like the next big step for you is going to be automating your sourcing side. Uh, sorry, not sourcing, uh, shipping side. Um, and that gives you, and then after that, potentially sourcing the long run. Um, and so it sounds like those are kind of your next steps to growth in terms of your business. Is there any other ways you're looking in terms of like how to grow your business or like maybe more sites or now, how do you think about your business in the future? Like, what's what's it going to be like in a year or two? Well, after doing some research, I found that um, pre-owned electronics is the the new thing I should get into, and mm -hmm. I have been finding new sources that um, giving me new opportunities. Um, the thing with pre-owned electronics, they need to be tested, and uh, there's going to be higher returns and things like that. So. Uh, that is one thing that I would like to get back into is uh, pre-owned electronics, um, high-end pre-owned electronics. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And have you checked out any like local recyclers or any of those guys that like tend to have these products or are you still kind of the early phases of trying to figure out what to get so far? Uh, no, I, I, I have a source where I can get uh, uh, pre-owned electronics. Um, the only thing mm -hmm. is that uh, once I did uh, purchase uh, from them, um, more than 50% was um, not working. Okay. And so, and so that, that part of it, um, 
So I have, I have to figure out if the numbers are going to work, if um, uh, me having somebody test all the other things is worth the time. Gotcha. So those are, those are actually interesting figures, right? I mean, because like, um, I think most people uh, either don't end up just jumping in at all just because they're afraid that like, uh, they're going to run into a scenario like this. Sounds like you're actually testing it and seeing like what's going to work. So you're investing time and money into this to figure out what's the best way to grow your business, which is cool, right? Um, and uh, But like that's still super high rate. So 50% of the electronics you bought would not work. Um, so now you just have to figure out the margins. And then if not, then you find a better source to get the electronics. It is, yeah. That's, um, that's the game plan. Gotcha. Cool, man. That's awesome. Um, that's great, man. And then, uh, any plans, I guess, coming up for like vacation and stuff where you're going to, you know, take off again. Uh, cause what, like the thing I want to do is like, actually, I don't think, uh, like I, our, our viewers, like what I want them to know is like, you were just on vacation. You went to Utah, uh, for, for a week. And before that, I think you took a five week vacation earlier in the year. Uh, and this is cool, right? This is, and you get to spend time with your daughter, you know, have lunch with her every day right now. And this is kind of like a cool part about your business is like, you know, you're no longer working in a like strict eight to five job. You have the flexibility. Um, and this, I think this is what a lot of people are looking to achieve, right? You know, this is the dream of like being able to live the life like yours. Um, it is right now. It's, it's, it's really nice. Um, but in the beginning, it wasn't like that. There, there, there was no hammock. I took all the pictures. I listed every item. I found every item and made a bunch of mistakes. And I, and, and now I figured that a lot of the things are automated, uh, which is helping. And yeah, it's, 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 it's good times right now. It's really good times. And, and as far as the future, my wife and I uh, was searching for a new traveling spot. And we found mm -hmm. a place in Idaho. It's called Weir Canyon. And they have these really cool natural hot springs. And so right now there's snow around it. And that waterfall comes down to a uh, kind of like a natural springs, and um, it's cool because it's the water is like eighty degrees, and and then there's snow around it, and then that's something I'm thinking about doing with uh, with my family. Oh, that's nice. So you're gonna go? Uh, I assume you're gonna go in there winter, right? Uh, to check it out during the snow. I'm I'm thinking uh, probably like January or February when I can squeeze it in. Okay. And, cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and one thing I want to mention is um, my my wife is in the medical field. She's a respiratory uh, therapist, so she mm -hmm. is literally on the front lines of this whole thing that's happening right now. And, and wow, and things gets a little bit. Uh, right now, she's worked. I would say she's on her twelfth straight day of working, mm -hmm. and and so um, she gets really emotionally uh, um, drained um, with everything that's happening. And that's the reason why for the long breaks also. Gotcha. Yeah, it's supposed to be a crazy time. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, total, like, you know, somebody like her in that position, uh, total respect for like everything she's doing. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's amazing, man. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, like, it is that emotionally drained, but hopefully like, you know, these vacations are helping her and you're, you're taking, you and you're taking kind of the other side of the, uh, the job now, which is great that like reselling has enabled you to kind of take care of the house a little bit more. So that's awesome, man. Good for you. And, you know, thank you to her. Oh, you're welcome. So awesome, man. So uh, I guess, you know, I think those are all the questions we had for the, uh, you know, podcast today. It was great having you on. Uh, Ty, anything else you got left? Uh, no, man. Again, uh, actually, one, what would you give to our viewers? What's the, 
um, best way to use hammock. Let's kind of finish off with that on um, on our end. So is there anything that you would recommend for our viewers to do with hammock? Is there anything that you kind of saw that was needed on our end? Kind of give us that background about that. You, you know, um, hammock has been a huge help. Um, it's, it's, it's really getting me to where I, I wanted to be. I, I, I had a listing goal to where I wanted to be at that I set about a year ago. And I, I, I put a number every single quarter and Hammock did help me get to that number. And what was uh, that number? Uh, it was 1500. I wanted to be in 1500 by the end of the year. Um, and I'm in, let me see, I am in 1624 as nice. of today. And when I was doing it by myself, uh, I would have never gotten to that number without doing long nights. And and Hammock did really help me to get to, get to that number. So the next number four next next year at this time is three thousand. That, three grand. That's in my uh, that's in my goal. Nice. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure Hammock will help me with that goal. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, we, we hope to work with you as well, right? And hope to get that number to 3,000, maybe in the next year, 5,000, 6,000, right? Um, that's kind of our big goal as well, is help you guys out as much as possible. Help speed up that process. Again, if any, if you need anything from us, just always let us know. Will do. Cool. Awesome, man. And then, uh, Mateo, do you have any Instagram? Do you have anything you want to plug in the end? Um, YouTube channel, Instagram, uh, Facebook? No, I'm not in social media at all. I'm not in social media at all. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. <laughs> no, great. You're, you're running, uh, I was going to say, you're running your business straightforward. You know how to do it. You're, you're optimizing it. That's a great way to run your business. I love it. No Instagram, yeah. nothing. Cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to, uh, to Ty and to Sid. Um, you guys have been great help. And uh, the weekly um, webinar uh, has been really been helpful. And um, I want to have a longer relationship with you guys. Awesome, man. Hey, thank you for the kind words. Much appreciated. And same to you, man. Awesome, Mateo. Uh, hey, again, thanks again for the joining us on the stand-up. Uh, sorry, on, on the... <laughs> I'm thinking about my next meeting already. No, thank you again for joining us for uh, this podcast. It's been super helpful. Uh, thanks again. Yep. You're welcome. Any viewers, hey, you like to subscribe. Um, if you guys want to jump on as well, always give us a call, reach out, all that kind of stuff. Other than that, uh, we're on all different channels, YouTube, podcast, um, uh, Apple as well. Kind of the final thoughts on that. So other than that, Mateo, thank you again for jumping on and have a great rest of your holiday. You too. Merry Christmas. You too, man.